for Delaware State of the Arts. I'm Andy Truscott. The Delaware Art Museum's history dates back to 1912 when it was founded as the Wilmington Society of the Fine Arts. Since that time, it has undergone a tremendous amount of growth. Today, it is a strong community resource offering a wide variety of services. Now let's hear more about that from some of the people responsible for this change. Just to start out, could you each tell me what you do and just a little bit more about yourselves? Well, I'm Margaret Winslow. I'm the chief curator and curator of contemporary art here at the Delaware Art Museum. And in that role, I have the pleasure of supporting the curatorial department in its efforts to support the Delaware Art Museum's mission and vision. I am also grateful to oversee the contemporary art program, which includes not only the museum's contemporary art holdings, but also exhibitions. And I am Molly Giordano. I am the executive director of the Delaware Art Museum, and I have the pleasure of working with Margaret, our full staff, uh, volunteers, and trustees at the museum to bring our vision to life, which is caring for the collection of the museum, hosting special exhibitions, uh, creating any number of programs, classes, and community initiatives. And I'm uh, looking forward to talking about uh, the museum today. And I'm looking forward to hearing about it. So now that the weather is warm and people are ready to be out and about, what exhibits can they find on display at the Delaware Art Museum? Starting with Our Red Planet, Anna Bogatan Ott, which opened in February and goes on through July of um, this year. Anna is a Ukrainian-born artist. She's a sculptor, a painter, digital work. And she is informed, her most recent project is informed by her interest in NASA images from Mars, her meditation on the COVID-19 pandemic, and the war in Ukraine. We just opened Revision, David Meyer. This is a site-specific sculpture installation in the museum's East Court. It's visually stunning. It's immersive. It's impressive. And you have to see it in person, of course. And aside from these rotating exhibitions, you have permanent collections as well. For people who haven't been to the Delaware Art Museum, what are some of the things that they can look forward to year-round? So the Delaware Art Museum boasts a robust collection that looks at historical and contemporary American art. We have the British Pre-Raphaelite collection and American illustration. We have significant holdings in the work by John Sloan, Dante Gabriel Rossetti, Howard Pyle, and you can see examples of these throughout the museum's permanent collection galleries. This is a great opportunity to look at this collection in depth, read the interesting interpretive um, components and texts that have been written about these works of art. Also at the Delaware Art Museum's campus is the Copeland Sculpture Garden. It's an opportunity to see contemporary art in a natural setting. And you display art in several different mediums. Could you tell me a little bit about how you incorporate performance arts into your operation? The museum has a really rich recent history in bringing to together different community partners for cultural celebrations festivals, social gatherings uh, around music, 
and this summer is no exception. We kick it off with um, our happy hours returning on Thursday, May 25th for a members only happy hour in our sculpture garden. Uh, they're open up to the public starting the following Thursday, June 1st. And every happy hour is different. It's a different configuration celebrating local musicians, different food trucks, often different activities and a completely different mix of people that you'll experience at socializing outside in the sculpture garden. Each of those activities typically draws about two to 300 people and it's very family friendly and children and dogs are encouraged outside. And we're also really excited that this year we're going to again bring back for our second annual powwow of arts and culture happening on July 22nd. Lastly, we have a really wonderful um, black film festival happening again, which is called the Dirty Popcorn Festival, also happening later this summer. You just gave me a really great rundown of some of the community events you have. On that topic, what has community engagement been like at the Delaware Art Museum in the past couple of years? I think for us, very broadly, the Delaware Art Museum has been centering community perspectives and voices as a way not only to reflect on the cultural identities of our community, but also as a way to inform our work, our core exhibitions and programs for going on 10 years. And like all organizations that move in this direction, we started slow. Um, imagining um, things like the Connected series, which invited community groups to come into the museum and create a program around art that spoke to their unique audience needs. And over time, this has evolved and developed in so many rich and productive ways that it seems like every aspect of the museum's work is now informed by um, engaging with our community. And it's hard to tell sometimes where the community engagement starts and where it stops because it seems like such a comprehensive part of the museum's vision and mission at this point. But I'd love to hear from Margaret because she really was the architect along with a few other staff members nearly a decade ago of forming this intentional vision. Well, Molly, I think you said it really beautifully. This is the way the Delaware Art Museum works. We listen deeply, we listen genuinely, we are supporting our community's needs, whether it be in revisiting a historical moment or exploring a particular artistic um, form of creativity. All of the work is informed by those deep partnerships, um, <clears throat> excuse me, deep partnerships that expand uh, through, across, and extend out into the community. So that means the development of an exhibition to the creation of a community festival. I like to say, and I'm certainly quoting this from someone in the past, I'm sure that the Delaware Art Museum is of and by this community. The museum's collections are made up of works of art created by artists who lived and worked in the greater Delaware region. We have works of art in the collection that showcase the artistic interests of this community. Our goal is to interpret critical concerns, historical moments through the artistic lens. 
And so all of that investment is shaping all parts of the museum's activities. Again, speaking on your community engagement, because there's just layers and layers of it. Recently, you began hiring community members into staff roles that were previously contracted out. Could you tell me more about that effort and why it's so important to the museum? Like all art museums, the Delaware Art Museum, uh, it requires for its insurance to have a security presence. And we have found over the years that a traditional security presence, which was an outsourced company, uh, was not meeting the needs of our community and our audience. Oftentimes, this was a barrier to having a positive experience in the gallery, especially for somebody who might be a first-time or new museum visitor. So this past year, we decided to create a new program, um, doing away with our, our, our security vendor and hiring what we call museum ambassadors. And these are community members who are trained to not only uh, learn about the collections and the exhibitions, but really trained to engage with our audience members when they come inside the museum and to be more of a welcoming presence um, and to not be shy about sharing their own perspectives about their own favorite works of art, their own ideas about the Delaware Art Museum. And we have found that our guests respond so much more positively to this presence in the galleries. And we're excited to continue growing the ambassador group. We are excited to uh, continuously hire new community representatives into these roles and to make our visitor experience even stronger for the community. That once again reinforces the idea that you're listening to what the community wants and you're helping to give them a better experience. You may even be helping some guests make a new friend. If they're there alone, they might find comfort in having someone to talk to. And it's a really interesting idea. Yeah, you know, some people come to a museum for solitude. Other people want to chat somebody up um, and hear their perspective. And the great thing about our ambassadors is they're trained to handle both type of people. Who wants to be left alone and, and who wants to be engaged? And um, a small regional museum like the Delaware Art Museum, we have to serve both of those needs. Switching gears a little bit here. The Delaware Art Museum was part of the first cohort of the Delaware Division of the Arts' Incubator Project. What did your organization learn from that process? Yeah, we were so excited to be part of the inaugural uh, Arts Incubator class back in 2021 into 2022. And what was exciting is that all of us as nonprofit arts organizations struggle to carve out the time to focus on really big, important, but sometimes thorny topics. And um, the incubator rested on, on two core ideas, which was how can Delaware art and culture nonprofits strengthen their business models to become more sustainable into the future? And how can they do that through a lens of equity and diversity and inclusion, knowing that a strong business model goes hand in hand with best serving our diverse audiences? So the museum went through this process. It took about six months. And at the end, uh, the incubator includes the potential for funding to, to not only um, come up with the ideas, but to actually fund the ideas. And we were very excited that uh, two of the ideas funded were the Public Art Stewards Program, which is a citywide workforce program in which we hire Wilmingtonians to clean, conserve, and publicly document. Wilmington's works of public art, and also to pilot our Building New Narratives course, which is an innovative 
pilot that we're about to run just uh, in a few weeks that gets uh, creatives who probably are thinking through the lens of their community, probably thinking through the lens of activism, how they can solve large societal problems through storytelling and how they can gain the critical skills through persuading audiences through art. So those were some of the, the core projects that the incubator funded. Uh, the pilots are ongoing through the end of 2023, and I hope you'll invite us back onto the podcast in early 2024 so we can share our insight onto how those pilots went. I like the idea of once again bringing the community into this and giving them the ability to maybe refine some skills, learn some new skills, and put their voice on display. It's such a cool way to use this grant. And you kind of answered the next question already, but why was this a priority for the Delaware Art Museum? For us, it's a priority on multiple levels. And um, Jessica and the division, I think, were so smart and so ahead of their ahead of their time to understand that this isn't just about serving audiences. I mean, obviously, our, our mission is to serve our local community residents by providing access to art uh, in ways that Margaret has described. But we also have to be a responsive, self-sustaining organization. And how you do that, for some organizations, they might have a huge endowment or they might have a business model that rests solely on, on tickets. But for us, we are a combination of earned and contributed revenue, people donating, memberships, a, a very small endowment. And for us, we need to understand where does the Delaware Art Museum fit within the larger market of the state? What are the services? What are the needs that they have? Um, how are we meeting those needs? How are we solving critical community issues through the lens of the arts and creativity? How are we becoming that go-to partner that people can uh, lean on when they need to bring art into important conversations? And for us, the incubator was a way of kind of um, coming together around that vision, solidifying that vision, and mapping out just the first couple of pilot programs to embark into that direction. But Margaret, why don't you talk a little bit about how that kind of kicked off our idea for Delaware Works? Sure. So as Molly said, you know, this the Delaware Art Museum is, as we've said throughout the conversation, we are responsive to our community needs. And we are incredibly cognizant of the vital role that the Delaware Art Museum plays, um, not just in the city of Wilmington, but across the state as well. We acknowledge that a tremendous amount of trust has been given to us by our community, by our partner organizations, by our elected officials and government entities. And we boldly embrace that role of thinking about how we can um, support our creative economy, how we can support equitable changes across the field. And we think about the expertise the Delaware Art Museum has in regards to public art. The Delaware Art Museum maintains the largest outdoor sculpture garden in the state of Delaware. Our staff are knowledgeable in the needs of public art, whether it be cleaning to conservation, to documentation, to programming, to celebrating these incredible cultural assets. 
So we looked to the city of Wilmington, which itself boasts an incredibly vibrant public art gallery, I like to say. And we acknowledge that maintaining those works of art is incredibly um, challenging, as I said. And so the Delaware Art Museum conceived of a program that would meet two needs. One, preserving this incredible, important collection of works of public art in the city of Wilmington. And two, providing folks with training within this field of maintenance and conservation. We acknowledge that um, the Delaware Art Museum, like other institutions for a variety of reasons, access to these kinds of uh, creative employment opportunities have been limited. Um, certainly as you know, racism, classism included as well. So what if we developed instead a cohort, this is an earn while you learn program to give folks these opportunities for creative employment. So as Molly said previously, we're bringing on this cohort, they just started. They'll be looking at 30 works of art across the city to assess, conserve, publicly document so that this incredible cultural asset that is public art in the city of Wilmington is preserved. And those folks who are going through the program have technical skills in this area and transferable training opportunities that they can take on, whether it be through a creative employment opportunity or another um, employment opportunity that's available to them. Could you give me an example of some of the public art that they'll be using these skills on? Well, the city of Wilmington, as I said, has an incredibly robust public art collection. There are murals, um, the oldest of which date back to the 1970s. There are mosaic murals that have been created by Creative Vision Factory, a partner in the Public Art Steward program. There are numerous sculptures and statues and monuments throughout the city of Wilmington that um, commemorate um, various um, moments in history, or individuals who have supported uh, the city of Wilmington, the state of Delaware, and the United States. And so the cohort will be working with public works across all of those different media so that they have access to different challenges that come up when it comes to public works of art um, and, and um, different materials. They can work through developing a maintenance plan for those objects and they can conduct research across historical moments. So now I'm going to hit you with a pretty big question. Thinking on the Delaware Art Museum, what does success look like for you? For success, I think it aligns with the goals of the incubator. Success is kind of a, a dual pillar need for us better serving our community, engaging ever more Delawareans, with experiences that are meaningful to them, both with our collection, with our exhibitions, our events and initiatives. And success is us becoming a stronger, more resilient organization that is prepared to meet the needs of future generations, no matter what the shifts the community call for. And I think for us, we are in a unique position being between 
very small, very grassroots, uh, maybe just a couple of staff nonprofits. That, that's really the, the bulk of the art sector in the state of Delaware. And then you have the large, uh, very well-endowed organizations in our community who are operating at an extremely high level. And we're kind of in between those two. I mean, we're doing the grassroots work. We're responsive, as Margaret said, but we also uphold just the highest quality of care for exhibitions. We want to support the museum staff. In turn, we want to advocate for the support of artists across our society. And for us, success looks like really finding a way to generate more revenue and to be a better self-sustaining um, organization into the future. And as the incubator made clear, it's going to be marrying together those two needs is where I believe the museum is gonna find its path to success on both fronts. I think that Molly has said it beautifully. And I think I'll just emphasize that Ensuring the Delaware Art Museum is thriving, is a sustainable entity that can continue to lead in that role, as I said, that the community has asked us to take. So we can continue to be that leader in the arts and cultural sector that our community looks to us. They look to us to answer their questions through creative endeavors. They look to us to imagine futures through exhibitions, initiatives, and by supporting artists. They look to us to help pave a pathway through our creative undertakings. And so ensuring that the Delaware Art Museum is able to continue to fulfill that mission for our community. Thank you.